Hey guys. Very often I hear white Americans of mixed European heritage claim that they don't have an interest in their ancestry because all that should matter to any of us is that we're American. And indeed, I used to number amongst these people, particularly in my libertarian phase. When you have a blind adherence to free market ideals, you never have to address identity issues on a broader scale. Side note, I think that the ability to skirt these issues was a huge part of the libertarian appeal for me. I had heard stories of my heritage and where I came from, but didn't really take an interest until I became political and saw that all other groups now and throughout history have taken great pride and interest in their ancestry. And since I've begun to see my ancestral homelands being overrun by backwards foreign Muslims, creating this feeling that these nations, perhaps even within the next few years, may no longer exist as the world knows them. As a response to this panic, I wanted to learn more about who I am and who my ancestors were, which is why I took the 23andMe test. I had a pretty good idea of my genealogy before I took this test, but I learned that all of my ancestral homelands are the Western nations worse afflicted by Marxism and the Muslim invasion. I'd imagine many Americans feel like this, but I'm stuck between worlds. America was the first country of its kind with a foundational philosophy above a religion or race. And I believe in this philosophy and love my country. I value meritocracy and treasure the concept of the American dream, that anyone, no matter their background, can succeed if they work hard and provide value. I understand that what you are and who you are are not the same thing, but that does not mean that they aren't often related and intertwined. That the stock that you came from, the cultures that influenced your ancestors, are not fundamental to your being. They must be. Our country was created by Western Europeans. If the first settlers were from any other place, a different country entirely would have emerged. By merit of this alone, doesn't that make our ancestry relevant? Even if you believe that only being an American matters, you have to concede that this philosophy that we all hold dear is inextricably linked to the culture and ancestry of Western Europe. Countries that have less of a philosophical basis and that are not fractured by multiculturalism generally don't run into this internal conflict. And there's a shared heritage, culture, racial background, and set of traditions that binds them together. The stories of their families are not lost through migration, and there's a point of pride for the accomplishment of their ancestors. But America's different. It is true that we see Germans, the French, Swedes, and others rejecting their native cultures to some degree, but I think it's not exactly the same phenomenon, although Marxist influence is partially responsible. It is more that they've forsaken their heritage. I feel like in the United States, there's just more apathy rather than outright rejection. I often wonder if anyone after about a third generation American with mixed European heritage is the group least connected to their ancestry, perhaps of any group on earth. Unless, of course, there's some small percentage oppressed minority, then we never stop hearing about it. To understand the source of this apathy, we have to think of America as the unprecedented experiment that it is. We have a bit of a tendency to project our foundational values of democracy and meritocracy onto other cultures that have been built upon shared traditions and racial homogeneity. But America is a philosophical experiment unique to human history. We aren't English or Dutch or Swedish. We are Americans devoted to an ideology, not the ways of an old world. But that isn't to say that the Founding Fathers wanted to abandon their heritage, or really that they wanted to come here at all. The Founding Fathers did not want to secede, but they felt that the government was so tyrannical that they had no choice. Still, they agonized about whether or not to declare independence. 
Our country did not emerge because all aspects of the old world were oppressive and the culture needed to be wholly rejected. Rather, it needed to be improved upon. The rejection of our native culture and eventually the demand for widespread multiculturalism was never an intention of the Founding Fathers. I discussed this a bit in a recent video that I made on immigration, which I've linked below, but until 1965, there was a very strong sense of what America was because immigration was controlled and was dominantly from Western, Northern, and to a lesser degree, Southern and Eastern Europe. The Immigration Act of 1924 limited the number of immigrants allowed entry into the United States through a national origins quota. The quota provided immigration visas to only 2% of the total number of people of each nationality in the U.S. as of the 1890 national census. So 1927 to 1965 was a time where American identity was being solidified and was nearly immune to changes caused by the influx of foreign cultures that is an inevitable consequence of immigration. During this period and in reaction to the war, a genuine identity based on Christian values, family, and traditionalism emerged, and as a result, people were very patriotic. It was easy to believe in America, even above your heritage, when it was America. It offered possibilities in a future. The government took care of their own people. There was a concept of who those people were, what their identity was, and what it should be. And the ability to define a national identity obviously helps create a cohesive society and sound social norms. This cohesive society built on a shared identity began to be forcefully dismantled through immigration reform, as well as through the Marxist hijacking of academia. So people began to lose their sense of cultural identity and ultimately their national pride. When your tax dollars go to taking care of foreigners and you can't get a job because of the of immigration on the labor market, why would you have an allegiance to your country? Similarly, why would you have loyalty to a country that has no cultural or ethnic identity? An extreme manifestation of this mentality are groups like Antifa, a bunch of disenfranchised, meek young men of average intelligence that would have been fine in the 50s because their cultural identity and hopeful future would harness and redirect their restlessness and angst. Of course, this uptick in apathy about heritage and devotion to a collectivist philosophy is multifactorial, but I think another large source for American disconnectedness is simply because this country is so big. There are enclaves that still have the historic charm of the people that founded them, but most of these places don't have a huge allure for us because we are not particularly connected to our ancestry. I believe that there's an instinctive need to search for your identity, to find out where you and your people came from, and to find a place that you feel comfortable enough to call home. And I think that this innate desire must contribute in some way to the statistic that on average, Americans move seven times within their lives. I've moved exactly seven times. And of course, some of it has been to seek out better financial opportunities, but I think all people take into consideration whether or not the lifestyle, the scenery, and the surrounding people will be a good fit. How do we do that if we do not have a cultural identity from which to draw? And if we don't, or if it is fractured, is it a major cause for the mounting civil discord that we're seeing? And this brings up a more central and important question. Should our ancestry even matter to us? I came across this HuffPo article in my research from years ago entitled, Why Heritage Matters by Josh Bernstein. Of course, he's not discussing Western cultural preservation and he basically denounces it. In true Huffington Post form, he's only concerned with cultural preservation of developing or impoverished nations. Still, an important lesson can be gleaned if you can pick it out of this politically correct cliché stew. The cultural tapestry that depicts the story of our collective heritage benefits from diversity. It celebrates the richness of language, the expressiveness of religion, the beauty of art. In a world too often focused on short-term issues and Western ideologies, we must make the effort to protect cultural heritage sites. 
Whether it's Gobekli Teep or Machu Picchu, the stories of our ancestors matter. Heritage matters. Our challenge is to recognize this before it's too late. If only leftists could have this attitude toward Western cultures. The stories of our ancestors matter. Heritage matters. Our challenge is to recognize this before it's too late. Even Yale, a formerly prestigious institution now polluted by Marxism and run into the ground by social justice warriors, unflinchingly makes this case and has an institute for the preservation of cultural heritage. Cultural heritage is at the root of a person's identity, and so is the language, and so are the traditions, the music, the folk music, the, the kitchen, the food tradition, all that is cultural heritage. It's time to apply our perspective on the importance of other cultures' heritage to our own European heritage. This concept that we should be Americans first, fundamentally, I agree with this. But no other group is willing to abandon their ancestral ties in favor of a philosophy that fails to embody a unifying identity. No one would trade a strong identity for a weak one, which leaves Americans of mixed European heritage vulnerable and exposed. When you do not have a group to share traditions with, as minority groups do, you will largely be fractured and will never benefit from the power of cohesive groups with a shared identity. Historically, successful cultures have cared who their family was and what their ancestors have accomplished. It was a thread that created a proud heritage and kept people accountable, behaving themselves, and becoming as successful as they were able. Our apathy about our roots is a symptom of our nihilism. American millennials in particular are pessimistic about their future. What great tradition are we trying to perpetuate? As a solution to this, I think I should invoke all of our deepest sense of nihilism. Into the crevasse. We are shamed about our ancestry all the time, told that we have no culture. Is that not my culture? You don't have a fucking culture! I don't? No, you don't! Oh! We're fucking white. We don't have a goddamn fucking culture. Are you? I hear so much anti-white rhetoric on a daily basis that I've become all but immune to it. To this I will say, if we're going to be blamed for every problem on earth, told that we're inherently racist, and chastised for crimes that we never committed, we deserve to share in the glory of our ancestors too. The world would be a dark and bleak place without Western civilization. Slavery would still be rampant, democracy would be scarce, and I can almost guarantee that women would not be enjoying the same rights that they do today. Civilization and most of the comforts that we know and the basic human rights that we are afforded would cease to exist. Temperament and ingenuity create culture. That, to some degree, is hereditary. So I'm proud to be descended of Western European people. And if you're a mixed European American like I am, you should be too. No other cultures are expected to abandon their heritage like we are. And I think we can see by the fracturing of this country that without a strong national identity that trumps our heritage, the divide will continue to deepen on ethnic lines. What about the great tapestry of life stories that wove the foundation for us? The strife and struggle of people from the old worlds that occurred, that had to occur for any of us to exist. And for what? So we could piss it all away with our nihilism? So that we could give up and let everything that our ancestors worked their entire lives to build be destroyed by people that have no stake in our culture, but to the extent to which they can exploit it. I can't let this happen because I still believe in the foundational values of America and more broadly of Western civilization. It is our duty to strengthen our identity through a deeper understanding of our heritage, especially in this period where being American just isn't enough for so many people. Let me know what you think in the comment section. Is my theory correct and Americans are uniquely disconnected from their heritage? What do you think is the difference between this and European rejection of their roots? Are you a proud American who values that above all else, even so much so that you have no interest in your ancestry? I'd love to know what you guys think. Thanks, and I'll see you on Friday. Bye.